0: Hello people, you're welcome to the season finale of Rewire with Susan. It's been an amazing journey all the way up from when we started with episode 1 on July 7th, up until this point right here. Thank you all so much for being a part of this platform, which I started because I thought it would give people the opportunity to get started with your programming journey and learn complex technical concepts in a non serious laid-back way. Before I go on, I'd like to give a shout out to all listeners from all over the world, listeners from Nigeria, my home country, Canada, Ghana, Kenya, UAE, USA, um, France, Germany, Netherlands, Portugal, Ireland, Sweden, Switzerland, Hungary, South Korea and India. I see you all guys and I absolutely want to hear from you. So send me a tweet or shoot me an email at helloarewellwithsusan.com You can check the information on the notes for this email address Let me know how this podcast has helped you so far (laughs) or if it hasn't at all, which of the episodes you found most useful I literally want you to pause and do that now, like right now Okay, just kidding. Let's go into today's business Today's episode is titled Alternative Career Paths for Developers, and so we'll be looking at the different alternative career options out there for you as a programmer or a software developer. So this topic was actually suggested by one of our listeners and I thought, why not, let's do it. So in our previous episodes, we've talked about the pretty common roles and jobs that a software developer can find themselves doing, right? We've particularly talked about front-end, back-end, full-stack mobile developers and we've also talked about web designers. This episode will take a new turn to discuss some roles that we've not really talked about and the purpose is to basically let you know what these roles entail should you decide you want to do something new. So there's quite a number of them but for the purpose of this episode we'll only be discussing 5 of them. First, we'll look at data science. (laughs) so this is a common buzzword these days right everyone is talking about data data this data that data is life and so on and so forth well data science is actually a huge and fast growing area data scientists basically try to make the best use of data and properly manipulate store and organize it to help businesses make better decisions on their products So if you like to go into data science, a knowledge of math and statistics come in pretty handy. And it's also useful to learn either our programming language or Python. Okay, has anyone seen this movie on Netflix? It's a documentary actually. It's called The Social Dilemma. I saw it recently and I found it pretty interesting. It gives you a sense of how valuable your data is to big organizations, how they can study patterns and trends from websites you visit, and simple actions you take online, like even just making a comment on somebody's post, right? And they are basically able to use this information to make predictions on things you're likely to do by providing them as suggestions on your social media feed. So it's quite an eye opener and I found it though a little creepy but really educating. I personally think data science and all related careers like data engineering will play a huge part in the future of technology and in our world in general and so it's not going away anytime soon. (laughs) Next we'll be looking at DevOps. So DevOps is the cool short name for developer operations. So people who work here combine software development and IT operations. So they focus on things like how many computers in the cloud do we need? How do we fix this latest security bug? How do we back up these databases to make sure information isn't lost? And in doing this, they increase the team's velocity by automating a lot of processes. So, they create a stable environment for software releases as well and ultimately, they drive fast delivery of product. So, the essential skills for people that want to work in DevOps would be having knowledge about virtual version control systems such as Git. There's an episode on Git that we have. It will be added to the show notes. They want to learn about containers, automation tools, continuous integration, cloud, security, testing, and of course, it goes without saying collaboration because they'll be working with different teams. Up next, we're talking about QA engineering, and QA is short for quality assurance. So here, they ensure that product meets quality requirements, right, before users can get their hands on it. So they develop software that tests products essentially, and QA engineers are mostly found in larger organizations, right? Small companies would typically have developers test their own code, but there are also a lot of small companies that actually have QAs. Also, QA engineers don't just test that product meets requirements; they go the extra mile to check for edge cases that were not initially thought of. So they put themselves in the user's shoes and they think about how products will work on devices, its accessibility and usability. They also work with product managers, developers and designers to get and provide feedback. The next peak is (laughs) the embedded systems engineer. So this is also a profession you might find interesting as well. Uh, What these guys basically do is to write code that powers a lot of the hardware Used every day, right? So they build software that runs on devices like your Xbox the microwave oven the Bluetooth headphones and smartwatches So they integrate software engineering with non-computing devices essentially and this leads to the creation of embedded systems So some programming languages that are typically used in this space are C and C++. Also, there's need for some knowledge on microcontrollers, microprocessor, ecosystems, and a couple of other skills. Now, (laughs) I find this pretty interesting because I did a course on electronics. By the way, I studied electrical electronics in school, in university i found no part of electronics interesting i tell you and i had this friend that was literally always dying to be in the classes how are you enjoying this i don't understand please tell me enlighten me you know i was so glad when i wrote my last paper in this course because i was like i'm done with you finally please let me just move on anyway so that's it about embedded systems engineering finally we're going to talk about the sales engineer so, this is another profession you might find interesting if you kind of like a blend between business and technology. Some common titles for this role are technical sales engineer, pre sales consultant, pre sales engineer, solutions engineer, or customer engineer. I think I like the definition Wikipedia gives to a sales engineer, right? It's, it, it refers to a sales engineer as as a salesperson that understands and can apply engineering, and an engineer that understands how to sell engineered systems, and I think that's pretty accurate. What really gives them the edge is being able to properly articulate how a product or a service can add value to a potential customer. Right. So, so let's say your your company produces microphones. Right. you as the sales engineer, your job is to allow your potential clients to see the reason why your microphones are the best in the market, right? Why they should be purchasing your microphone, why no other microphone does what your microphone does the edge that this mic has over other mics, right? And how it's going to add value to their company. So this is the work of the sales engineer, right? And so they are usually, uh the, so what really gives them the edge is being able to properly articulate a product and service can add value to a potential customer or business and they study the product or service well enough to become the champions of it so they're usually preparing demos and presentations for potential clients and they basically stand in place of the company to make sure that the they properly pass the message across so they are going to have to be able to answer questions about the product or service or show them how they would utilize it optimally and yeah that's it for the technical sales engineer and that is all we have for this episode and this season guys i can't believe i'm saying that it feels so real it's been a pleasure and i can't wait to talk to you in season two it's going to be amazing trust me it's going to be amazing i remain susan your host and i'll see you soon bye guys Hey there, trust you had fun listening to this week's episode of Rewire with Susan. For more of this, be sure to subscribe to get updated with new episodes. If you have any questions, rants, suggestions, feedback, or a topic you'd like for us to discuss here, simply send an email to hello at rewirewithsusan.com. You can also drop a tweet or DM me at Sir Hastings on Twitter. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon.